America, Washington, D.C., signing on. When the Santa's Eastern time. We are in here in the gorilla camp located deep in the heart of rural Northern North Carolina. And I, of course, am the Commandante of the Mossy Oak Militia joining all of you out there for another edition. The first edition of the year. And I cannot believe it is 2024, but the first edition of the year of Radio Contra, Sons of Liberty Live. And uh, man, it's going to be probably a pretty entertaining show. We're going to see. Got uh, the uh, only other episode I've done this year, of course, was last night's live Q&A, which was completely uh, unexpected, completely unplanned. Um, and I'll just, just talk a little bit more about it. Um, some of you that follow me on Twitter and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on Twitter for, you know, just it's, it's partly an OSINT tool. It's content generation. It is, you know, it's all the things, right. But, you know, you, you have people who, um, and this is a larger criticism that I have of the the quote unquote gunfluencer community um, is is that you have a lot of these guys that they thrive on drama. They don't really have any sort of like they don't really have a lot that they bring to the table. You, um, you know, making shooting videos or something. Inevitably, they're going to get called out. You know, somebody's just saying, eh, you know, and, and I mean, there's been a couple of guys out there that uh, have have survived that and they've done well. And, you know, and I'm not naming any names. I'm not throwing, trying to throw shade at anybody right now. I'm just saying, you know, that generally speaking, you know, you, you don't want to get law advice from somebody who's not a practicing lawyer, right? You don't want to get medical advice from somebody that doesn't have any sort of medical qualifications. You know, you don't, you, when you're, you're, you're plumbing stopped up at your house, you don't call uh, a carpenter to come fix it. He, you know, he might have the right guy on call, but, but it's weird because when you have this, this uh, online influencer community, everybody wants to be a cool guy and everything. And, and the reality is, is that, um, there's there's not really a, a litmus test or at least a, a competency test out there 
right? And so it, you know, and, and and again, I'm not trying to shit on anybody here. It's just it is a problem, and it is a problem that I think is a pretty serious one. And I think that simultaneously, um, the larger the 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 active two A community grows, that's that's an awesome thing. But at the same time, um, <clears throat> uh, tactics from a guy who has never done it. All right, I don't want to be lectured on things because you know it, it's just like you look at this stuff. You know, okay, are you just regurgitating uh, buzzwords or whatever? But what you run into is um, what my my good friend, frequent guest on here, Ian Berlingame, calls uh, the the. Um, he wrote a book about it, and I'm speaking off the cuff here, but it is the the fact that the business is unconventional warfare, right? And I think that that was it's somewhere in the title of the book. Uh, bi- all business is unconventional warfare, or something to that degree. You can find it on Amazon. It's an older book. He really doesn't like it. Um, you know, he, he doesn't. He doesn't want to talk about it much. He said he, he, you know, he was he wrote it while he was being treated for a pretty severe traumatic brain injury, and so he did, he personally doesn't think it's that good. I totally feel that. Uh, I had a level two TBI myself. Um, part of the day today, in fact, I was dealing with a migraine, uh, and, and a pretty bad one. It, and a few of y'all know when, um, when migraines hit me, that's pretty much it. I, you know, I'm not doing anything for a little bit of time, but anyway, to the point, um, I, I look at social media. I look at the business. I look at brushbeater.org. store. I look at AmericanPartisan.org. I look at brushbeater.org. I look at everything I do as unconventional warfare, right? And the business end of this really shouldn't be as cutthroat as it is. I don't look at it that way uh, towards others, but others definitely will try and come and take what you have. And you have to defend it, right? You have to defend that. And so one of the things, in, in case you didn't know, on, on social media, one of the things that's very common that will happen is when you have somebody who is getting red hot, all right, red hot, and, and becomes the go-to guy for whatever that genre is, you're going to have other people that are going to nip at their heels, right, one way or another, especially when somebody has a checkered brand or a tarnished reputation or something's something is going on right something is going on and there there's a perception they're, they're in the middle of a little bit of damage control or whatever it is one of the the things they're going to do it's just like you A few of you out there, I'm sure, are probably like, ah, man, he's maybe being a little dramatic. Well, not really. Uh, When somebody calls you into question, and this has been going on for a little while now, when somebody calls you into question and they call your body of work into question, even though they haven't read it, but they want to run around and they want to trash talk you, they want to try and get you in these little gotchas, that is the exact same as when you are learning small unit tactics 
small unit patrolling, you don't walk into the ambush. All right. You know that it's there. You have to be clever enough. You have to think. And this is something I tell everybody in the scout course. When you're learning how to set up ambushes and you're doing your ambush lanes, then you're going into your, your raids. The reason that I step back by the end of day three or, or going into day three is because I want to see how you think. Can you think your way through a problem? Because it's not the weapon. Right. It's, it's not the, the, the rifle you have in your, your hands. It's not the equipment that you have. Those are all enablers. Your brain is the best weapon that you have. And you have to outthink your opponent and you have to be more cunning than they're going to be. Right. And so how do you do that? You arm yourself with the knowledge. That's the intelligence. There's business intelligence just as much as there is military intelligence. Right. And in fact, corporate intelligence goes a super long way, right? That, that, that in fact, is, is the biggest industry in the intelligence, the larger intelligence industry, is corporate espionage, by the way. Is this stuff happens all the time, right? I've got stories about it. Um, some that I can tell, some that, that I can't, that happened after the military. And there's NDAs that were signed and whatnot. But um, I, can, I can tell you all about that. So... This this happens. And so you have to fight it smart. You have to fight those kinds of things smart. You have to fight them effectively. And I'm going to tell you all something with somebody. First, when when I know somebody has ripped off this community, I am going to absolutely be ruthless with them. Because there is nothing worse than somebody who is who is ripped off well-meaning people in our community. We have enough wolves right now that, that, that are coming for us and that ain't going to change. All right. But when you have somebody who is willingly ripping people off and doesn't see a problem with it now, whether that is malicious intent or not, doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. I get it. Companies can fall behind. Look, Taking pre-orders for things is is this is a little bit of un, uh, unsolicited free business advice here. You take pre-orders for things. I have people asking me, can they take pre-orders for stuff all the time? Hey, designate IRs, designate IRs. The the literally the hottest IR laser on 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 the face of the earth right now, um, and I mean due to the demand. You know, I was talking to the company owner. U.S. Night Vision earlier today, we're going to get them in, right? It's just that they're, they're so far behind. And I am the number two, Rushbeater.store is the number two distributor for U.S. Night Vision behind another company out there. And you could probably guess who that is. So we, we've got the volume of sales. But anyway, point is, point is, I'm, I'm going to get to the point. I know I've been talking for 10 minutes. Uh, the point behind that is, is that when when people want to challenge you like that, you think smart. If you think you're walking into an ambush, you cloverleaf around. You hit them from behind and you hit them so damn hard, they never fucking forget it. You hit them so damn hard that whatever problem they started, whatever thing that they thought they were going to do, you smack them down so damn hard that they never even think about it again. And that then they rue the day that, that they ever decided to cross your path. That's exactly what you have to do. And the truth stands on its own. So last night, I told you all that to tell you a little bit backstory about last night, right? I always take a negative and turn it into a positive. 
always, 100% of the time. You know, I, I am always going to take adversity and turn it into something positive. You know, adversity is the whole reason that I started doing all this stuff. Adversity, in fact, is the whole reason that I started training people full time. You know why? Because there was another trainer out there who decided to do something very similar. And he he didn't need to do any of that stuff. And I never had a beef with this guy. Right. Never, never tried to do it because I don't do that. I don't run around trying to start problems with people. Right. That's unprofessional. That's that's not what we do. That's childish stuff. Right. Guy started a problem. The guy decided to go after people in my family. Now, I'm not going to go into details and I'm not going to talk about who that was on air. Some of you know, if you know, that's cool. That guy. Well, he ain't really much of anything in the training world anymore. At that point, and that that was a very easy decision for me but it was a leap of faith. It's time to take that next step. It's time to get out there. Right. You know, and, and the rest is history. Look, look at what we built by God's grace. Look at what we built, you know? And so the, this, this guy that I'm talking about yesterday that was, that was causing the problems, you know, he, he, there's, there's a lot of leftist, all the things that the leftists try and do, you know, it's all the same shit. It's all the same shit. I got a sneaky suspicion that this guy is is, is probably he he definitely ain't playing with a full deck. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. Like I said last night, I don't need to mention his name. That's done, right? I ended that one. But he, he was going to try and be this kind of ambush. Oh, I want you to be on this space twenty one hundred. Yeah, okay, cool. Except that as a tactic. You know, when when you're in a firefight, the more distance you put between something or taking a tactical pause so that you can take a tactical pause, the safer you're going to be. Right. So that, that you can you can figure out an effective strategy moving forward. Yeah. OK, well, I ain't doing it tonight, which really I couldn't do it. Right. This was two nights ago. No, nah, man. I, but I tell you what, I'll take you up on it. I'll host it. You dictate the terms of the fight. Right. That's how you win. I'll dictate the terms of the fight. Now it's it's and I see Dolio's in here. You know, you brought this technique up with dealing with labor unions when you would have a meeting and then all of a sudden at the last minute tell them, no, 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 we're gonna do it somewhere else. Boy, that throws them for a loop, right? Little little counterintelligence technique. Messes them all up. So yes, sir. when you do that. <clears throat> that was and, and the whole thing, you know, I, Hey, I set the terms. I'm gonna tell you what, that was going to be an ambush. hundred percent. It was going to be an ambush. And then of course, you know, you just buttons were pressed and then it was, you know, then, then it was time to, it was time to just go on and move in for the kill. Right. Cause you, when you, when you bait people into saying stupid things, you know, there it is. Um, but anyway, always take a negative, turn it into a positive, just like I was talking about, right? You know, the, the facts are what they are when, when you, you, your haters, this is something else I want to share with you. Somebody told me not that long ago, your haters will, will make you a lot of money. Um, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something since January 1st, when, when people, I don't know, maybe it was people's new year's resolution to start trying to troll me or whatever it is. Right. But since January 1st, 
doing a little counter trolling activity. I have sold 800 books. 800, right? And the day ain't even over yet, by the way. 800 books. If only the person that was so, starting the trolling would have read the book, maybe that would have been prevented on their end the whole, the whole time, huh? Yeah. It couldn't help it, man. It couldn't help. But it, that, and, and see, that's the thing. That's the thing. But, but, you know, it's just like the, the dog that barks is not the one you got to worry about. It's the one that don't do not don't say nothing. Hey, you know, ain't a whole lot of barking going on. I just tell you, I'm, I'm not the guy, right? Not the guy. I never run around starting shit with people, but I promise you, I will end it and you ain't going to like it. And it ain't just going to be a little back and forth, you know, ha ha. It's going to be, well, now you're out of business and now you need to figure out something else. Go back to your day job. And if you rip people off in the community, which I was very well aware of that happening long before now, you ripped one of my students off. I'm coming for you. You know, Roger that. I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take good care of you. Uh, so, you know, anyway, uh, we took that, we turned it into a positive. Of course, Twitter was giving me some issues. The mobile version of Twitter is what you need to host spaces. I did an update. It caused a couple of little problems. Um, couldn't, it, it kept freezing up on me and I couldn't interact with the people the way I wanted to. So we just brought it over here to Podbean where, you know, it's, it's our home. Podbean's the home of the podcast. We've been here for, for three years now. And even though I got my issues with Podbean and censorship and whatnot, um, here we are, you know, and, and so ended up doing a live show. It was going to be quick, uh, you know, a 30 minute Q and a, and you know, y'all could call in and, and we had, we, we ended up going for just over an hour and we had what an incredible show that was. And I'm going to tell you that the response to that was so, so strong. Um, that I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this a regular thing. Um, as long as I'm not running a class on a Wednesday, we're, we're going to make that a Wednesday night thing. Um, unless I do not have a class or some sort of prior engagement, we're going to make that a regular thing because that's, that's how we best benefit this community. That's how, um, you know, we, we share a good word. Y'all can, uh, you know, you call in, you field your questions, and, you know, and, and everybody learns because I, I'm going to promise you this. This is something I tell everybody in class. If you have that question, whatever it is, if you have that question, I promise you at least one other person does. And I saw that in the chat, too, when um, uh, Open Country, you're in here. Yeah, th there you are, brother. When, uh, you know, you asked your question about HF and, and antennas, there was another guy in there who was like, man, I have that exact same question. You know, so and, and I promise you, like I put that up a little later today because, again, I was was having to um, work around a migraine, which is is not a fun thing to do um, as a result of, of uh, 250 pounds of urea nitrate uh, nearly killing me. But, um, you know, whatever, I'm still here. I'm still standing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here working for y'all. You know, the, the, the motto of my old unit, I serve. You now, here it is. You know, and, and this community is delivered to me in, in ways I never could have imagined. So uh, anyway, enough about all that bullshit. I know y'all don't really want to hear about, you know, this drama, that drama, whatever. But I did want to frame some things up for you. Um, wanted to explain some stuff. I know that there's some people in here that probably saw that exchange. 
those exchanges as they were going on and was, you know, if you were entertained by it, cool. If you were kind of scratching your head, like, what the fuck, man? Um, you know, hey, that, that's cool, too. Uh, but, I'm, you know, I, I'm not taking nothing off nobody. And if there's some cat out there that really doesn't bring shit to the community but is only here to take something from it, um, you know, hey, I, I have zero time for that. None whatsoever. But anyway, enough enough about that. It's enough. Like I said last night, not mentioning it no more. And that's it. Said the piece. That's it. It's done. And uh, we're going to move forward because processing about 40, 40 orders, between 40 and 50 orders a day now with Brushbeater.store. It is absolutely rocking and rolling. Um, got new nods in today. Got new helmets in today as well. Some of y'all saw that. I put the announcement up, AmericanPartisan.org, as well as up on Twitter. Unbox those. The largest sold out already. Uh, mediums. I'll tell you, I wear a seven and a half uh, hat size, and the medium fits me just fine. I have to to uh, let the the nate pad in the back out a little bit. It's a ratcheting nate pad. Uh, I let it out a little bit and it fits me perfect. Uh, so that kind of gives you an idea regarding hat size uh, for what you need as a helmet. But if you come to the RTO course, I know RTO course is, is um, you know, packed. I think I have 26, 26 or 27 students in there. I got a little bit more than I'm comfortable with, but that that's cool. Um, not a bad problem to have, right? It's, it's going to be a packed house. It's going to have a hell of a lot of fun. Um, scout course, scout course is about, we'll say about 60% full. And, uh, when you get into the scout course, I'm going to have those helmets nods on hand. It's more than a product demo. You can take this stuff out. You can operate with it on at night. Uh, if, if you want, you definitely are going to get trigger time with that equipment. Uh, thermal thermal is going to be in very soon. It might even be in next week. While I am out, I don't have an ETA from one of the companies just yet, but it's they said it's coming and it's coming soon. So it's probably going to be here during the RTO course, which will be really cool if it did, because then I can just, you know, uh, scoot back to my house real quick, pick the stuff up and then, you know, we, we can roll through at night after class playing with thermals and, and uh, maybe even get out there and, and tag a coyote or two because we, we got plenty of those. Anyway, uh, I've been talking for 21 minutes. I've got two of my esteemed colleagues in here. Of course, first in the shoot, YouTube's most hated man. Uh, and when I say that, I mean that YouTube literally hates you. <laughs> my neighbor, my brother, Risky Krisky, what's up, man? Hey, not much, man. I just found out that they like truly hate me, but it's okay. With I hate them too, so it works out. <laughs> it's a mutual. It is a mutual thing, man. It's a mutual. It's all good, dude. It's time to grow. Time to break out of the uh, glass ceiling. Get to the next level. So that's where I'm at. In my headspace, well, I'm not deterred in any way. I knew it was coming a little bit faster than yeah. I was expecting. But uh, nonetheless, we're going to make the most out of it. Yeah, dude, they're going to come for you, man. Like, they, they already, they came for this show. That, that's why I quit uploading them to YouTube. It, it wasn't automation. They was just loading them up there, and I just stopped. Because, dude, it, 
just this is bullshit, you know, and whatever it, it's. But what I'll say, man, is is um, you know your suggestion to go to Rumble. I think that's a good move. Um, I'm going to be putting gun content up on Rumble, and you know, doing you know, moving moving the live show over to Rumble too, at some point in 2024, uh, Q1 2024. Hopefully, I said I was going to do it last year, but man, I just I'm stretched thin as it is. Last year, my goal was was getting the store going and laying that groundwork, and uh, you know, this year is is really expanding into the the videos. Um, for instruction purposes. So, but yeah, I, I think that's a good decision. I mean, are you, you still going to be putting stuff up on YouTube or are you just going to abandon the platform altogether? So I had a backup channel that I started like within the last month and they banned that too. So like they got me all done up in the same six hour period of time. I, I went to bed at like one thirty in the morning, woke up at seven thirty eight. And in that span of time, it was deleted. So all of my stuff. So I literally don't even have a personal YouTube account with sub like that I'm subscribed to channels. So I have to start a whole new one just to subscribe to people just in, to digest content. My thing is, um, for one, fuck YouTube. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I'm not. I'm not simping to them. They are the enemy. They're globalist, communist scum. So I was using them and squeezing the juice for all this, or the fruit for all the juice it was worth. And Rumble, you know, the user interface on Rumble sucks. I'm going to be real. YouTube's so much better on the back end. Most yeah. people could care less about Rumble. I've even pulled this. You know, I've had a Rumble for a year and a half, and people are telling me, you should get a Rumble. I'm like, that's saying something. You don't know I have one, and you're advising me to get one. Nobody cares yeah. about that place. So my thing is I'm going to go – I'm going to make a bet and I'm going to go in on Twitter. So I'm not, I haven't said this anywhere else yet. And I'm in the process of getting a video ready to drop maybe tomorrow. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to go hard in the paint and make a bet that Twitter is going to be the, the future of this. And most of my gun content, I would assume would be more well received on rumble. So I'll, I'll, I'll upload to both. Yeah. But the, like my focus is going to be schizo political, political commentary and ranting via Twitter. I think that's where my niche might be, or that's where my focus is going to be, at least in the near future. I think it's a smart move, man. You know, I mean, if, if you look at Tucker Carlson, I mean, I I heard a really funny, like unintentionally funny thing the other day, uh, two days ago. I was, I was running some errands. And um, had NPR on because I'm listening to classical music. You know, when I was driving around, is I put a lot of stuff on rotation. But um, you know, sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes you just have to listen to some chill things, you know. <laughs> and uh, that's that's kind of my like when I need to when I need to concentrate on some projects and stuff. That that's what I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be listening to that or jazz. And uh, so I had that in the background. Well, all of a sudden, the classical music goes away, and they're playing one of their, you know, fruity commie shows. And it was on, so it's whatever. And I'm going to listen to it for the last. But they're talking about how uh, Twitter lost, or X, lost 71% of its value. And, um, you know, one of the credit rating agencies. So that, and, and I was laughing at this because I'm like, 
all right. What this when when you go deep into the weeds on this, the reality is that Twitter was being hideously overvalued for a long period of time. Um, its business model was not sound, and this is something that Musk pointed out uh, that that it was they weren't making any money. So now they are making money. And it was so ironic to me because you've got guys like Tucker Carlson who have literally killed the mainstream media. Tucker Carlson going to Twitter, him getting fired by Fox News is the greatest thing that ever could have happened to him. And he goes to Twitter and he's making videos on Twitter. He's completely killed the mainstream media, you know, and Glenn Greenwald is another example of this. Um, they, but he's not exclusively to Twitter. He's he's also on Rumble. But that's kind of the issue with Rumble is is Rumble has a big political following. Uh, you've got you know Steve Bannon and uh, Pasobic and and you know that crowd is all over there, and so people that that are going there are not really the consumers of. They're not really consumers of of I would say necessarily our brand. Although I think this show would would probably do very well on on rumble and that's where i intend to move it uh but i firearms content and stuff i just don't i don't, I don't know if it'd do very well over there but i think twitter um i mean i know you will but but a lot of other guys it's just this just not where people are going um twitter i think your move there is genius man you there I'm literally over here talking into my AirPods and it's on mute and my phone's in the other room. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. It's, um, I, I had to look elsewhere and you know, what are the options? People are saying go to Patreon, but I don't know if who all out there is listening to this, but when you go to Patreon, you click play on the video, generally it's hosted by YouTube, right? So yeah. Um, if you're IP banned from YouTube, that ain't going to work. And the, the unfortunate fact of the matter is, unless you have some sort of humongous following from elsewhere, or just, you know, people are willing to follow you through the through hell and back, which isn't normal, right? Just let's face it, people don't give a shit about uh, somebody they subscribe to, to download another app, and put it on another, you know, another page is full, start page five of apps on your phone, like people don't care enough to do that right now if you're not on the main thing you know that comes with the phone they're not going to deal with it so it's very difficult to go over to rumble the thing you got you know as far as you're concerned is you have to to even stumble across your content unfortunately due to the mainstream you have to be searching for it to begin with so you have to have some sort of level of interest in order to even stumble across like who is (laughs) nc scout anyway right like so you're if you're in that realm you want to be there to begin with so i would say it's great in that regard for you but like trying to blend the political commentary and and still have the most eyes on me as possible that's the goal right as many views pass the message wake people up or give them something that they can argue with their stepmom at thanksgiving over you know just something like that that's what i really care about just owning your liberal aunt or something you you have been genius in meshing the firearms content with the political diatribe 
and and it's seamless. Like your your content is it, it's seamless, you know. And and that that's the thing is is that um, there's been other guys that have tried to do that, and you know you you've had um, trying to think of the who is the guy out in Utah? I think he's in he's either in Utah or Idaho, and he makes like hour long youtube videos i've i've never success nothing fancy nothing fancy, nothing fancy. The goat? he's Dude. been around for forever man the retiree like he, yeah yeah he he tries to do that but it's just like Dude, ain't nobody got an hour to hear what you got to say about. I mean, you might have the best opinion. He's ever. goofy. Let's be real, man. Like my guy, yeah. he's a pilot. Like he means well. He, I, he's like he, yeah. he's a brother in arms to us. But like in the same regard, yeah. like he's a yeah. dork. Like we're just like we're ragging on him in person. That's what. Yeah, that I, I love like man. the colonel. Like we love the colonel, yeah. but he's a goofball, dude. Yeah, can, yeah he's I wearing knee pads I, I, and I, elbow pads out here. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched anything that dude has made because I really don't I don't consume a lot of YouTube uh, other than music. M- music's about it because uh, there's there's a lot of indie artists who uh, in in the rock scene and in, in underground country that and and really any other genre too. They they figured this out, man. You can you get on YouTube, upload your content there, and you're actually going to make more money than you know trying to work your ass off for pennies on the dollar and then you get signed and you know, you you're still going to get screwed on royalties. Um, Mm -hmm. because a lot of this music that's being made is not commercially marketable. It's great. It's great music. It's, it's, you know, my favorite genres, but it's not really commercially marketable. So they found a new market. Um, but that, that's about all I use YouTube for, you know, the, uh, but the way that you meshed, you know, alternative politics and asking these very uncomfortable questions. And we're going to be, we're going to be digging in this tonight, man. It's, it's just, and you, you, you are drawing in the firearms guys who are probably thinking this stuff in the back of their head. Like, uh, you know, man, man, I got some, I got some questions. Uh, these things seem a little sus to me. And, uh, you know, you just, I'm, I'm great at man. Cause I love it. Like, I've told you that before, like the, the whole approach, everything is, well, I appreciate it. Long story short, I just I I would see the the militiamen, right? And the just the whole goofy notion of those super morbidly obese dudes out with, you know, cringy rifles and M81 in the 90s, like, you know, whatever vice is putting out there, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's not who we are now. You know, we're GWAT veterans and we realize what's going on and people are afraid. And, you know, we need some dudes who know what they're doing with guns, who can stand up and show other people, hey, this is how you put together uh, an offense scary enough to be a good defense, as a Second right. Amendment freedom-fighting community that wants to do the right thing, and you need to understand the current politics in order to even understand, you know, what the language is and the the propaganda thrown around on the TV, so you can dissect it for those around you. Because if you want to be a leader, you know, what's what's a better, what what more motivating of an image than have somebody when a country is on the verge of revolution or or collapse or civil war, than an armed intellectually sound individual talking rationally mm-hmm. and, and and it's almost um self-deprecating humor uh, 
I, I'm sure I said that word wrong because I'm an idiot. I'm, you know, 11 Bravo. But no, that, that uh, is how you say it. No, you're correct. With, I mean, with a I'm schizo an rant and a mask, idiot. right? Like I may, I look like a schizo when I'm speaking the truth, but I got a AK-47. You know, like it's kind of <laughs> that's the whole point. Like let's let's poke fun of how serious this fucking shit really yeah. is, right? Like let's all take a step back and relax. <laughs> but if you if you look at every successful gorilla guerrilla leader you know regardless of politics so let's remove politics out of this but if you look at you know che Guevara, for example that was exactly what he did you know that, that was exactly what he did when when the the cuban revolutionaries landed um on the grandma when they made their landing in the southern uh tip of of cuba and then went into the Escombre Mountains. They, the the very they well they they got shot up as soon as they made a landing because there was there was they got compromised early. There's but whatever that's neither here nor there. There might have been a snitch on board, um, who knows? But a bunch of them got shot. They they were kind of in a bad way. But the very first thing that Che Guevara did was he stood up a radio station. They had a, an HF radio and he started up Radio Rebelde, right? And Radio Rebelde was the, the voice of the Cuban revolution. And so it, it was both Radio Rebelde is still on the air, by the way, uh, in, in Cuba. It's their AM station. So if you're down in South Florida, you, you can pick it up. Um, and it's part of the Cuban state media and everything. And, and you know, I'm, I'm not anybody's like, well, are you simping for communism? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm giving you a perspective. Like, this is what you do. This is how you do it. And, and this is the modern incarnation of that. Not that radio doesn't, uh, pirate radio, especially doesn't, doesn't play a, a major role in that stuff. Uh, cause it will. And I think it absolutely will. Cause there is going to come a day where there's no more radio contra. There's no more risky, crisky. There's no more tactical wisdom, like we're, we're going to get shut down. I'm surprised that my books haven't been yanked off of Amazon. You know, every, every one I've published, I've kind of held my breath. Like, uh, are they going to, you know, they, they, gonna, but you know, Hey, you know, whatever you, you take it for all you can right now, you do the best of what you got. Cause this is a war that we're, you know, it's, it's a, um, it is a political war and all warfare is reflective of politics as well as economics. But anyway, uh, we're going to move down the list real quick. That way we can start getting some work done tonight, talking about the Epstein list and um, some some other fun, odd coincidences that just seem to be coming out. Of course, the, the Harvard uh, leadership is just in a disarray tonight over that. I failed to put that in the, uh, in the about up there and of course most importantly biden's new campaign ad talking about political warfare so last up on the list in here in the the room in the the bar stool the man the myth the man full of tactical wisdom of a legendary sense mr joe dolio Paging Joe Dolio. Joe Dolio, please answer a call.
you just popped up. Sweet. Madman Actual. Oh, hey. hey. Poor Joe's got mic you issues, doesn't he? I don't know. Or what's going on? he might be taking a nap. I don't hear any sound, <laughs> so I don't think he's asleep. <laughs> but he might not have his mic on. I don't know. Um, he said he said he's he's gonna come back in. He's probably having right. a tech issue on his end. Oh, uh, it's yeah. all good, man. I saw you in the listeners, but I did not see you uh in here in here in the co hosts oh. side. So it's all good. I'm here now. Maybe maybe somebody somebody was playing a little game. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They were like, Man, we can't get this idiot on the air again. Can't get he's gonna the spill air. the beans. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna reveal everything. Everything. He knew it. He had that SCI clearance. He's gonna reveal it all. You know what sucks though? All the shit that I know, it's already on the internet. You just Google it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not even cool anymore. You know. Nah. It's like all the cool. all the cell phone stuff. It's, it's yeah, man. Hard. When I was in, I was like. Didn't tell anybody. I abided by my non-disclosure agreement and everything. I was a good little uh, SCI cleared boy. Yeah. Then when I got out, there was somebody that like never was in the military. They just went on, uh, I don't know what website they were on, but they were like, yeah, dude, it's all right here. I read all about it. I know everything like. WikiLeaks. Yeah, it was a bunch of WikiLeaks. And then there was another Wiki one. WikiLeaks. I think you needed tour for the other one, though. Can you guys hear me yeah. now? I can hear you now. You're in here. Oh, God. The legend. Maybe I wasn't here because I knew that that, that that one guy, Madman Actual, you know, where he used to work, is on here. And I was just <laughs> playing the food. Everybody gives me shit for that. Yeah. I deserve it. It's all good, man. Hey, no, 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 dude. There's a look. I'm I should have been an infantry guy instead of an intel guy. It, intel was so, and intel was so faking gay. Dude, I used to be a real estate agent. Don't I, mean, was, I was a military was, policeman. Yeah. Come on, you, you, you're not going to out gay me. So, <laughs> I heard. I heard though that all you needed to do to be a signet guy was the to put an SDR in an aluminum case and put a couple of VHF gooseneck antennas on it to make it look like a manette charge a couple hundred bucks for it and never deliver it that's what yeah. i heard i heard oh, that snap shit. somebody chose violence <laughs> i i always choose violence bro the always. tips are in the waterfalls got the waterfall mm. Mm, yeah Dude. yeah yeah don't go chasing waterfalls do you know the military well, never do, used secured to. digital on hf that's what i learned from that guy and then he tried to back away from it like that's that's not what I said. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. See, yeah, it was. Some people I... you just can't actually have a rational conversation with. You know what? I've he come to learn there, that I... over the last few years. That's why I just start blocking people. Like, you know what? Whatever, dude. I'm never gonna change nah, your mind. Nah, nah, I'm never gonna change yeah. mine. This is he, counterproductive. Like, like I said in the beginning of the show, he he wasn't there for that. I knew what he was there for. I knew what he was doing. And and that yeah, there to make you look bad to make himself look better. That's, that's what he was, and and he was trying to drive content 
or, or drive. And, and uh, that's an engagement. When you get to engagement. when you get an account yeah. to our size, you get people like with, with ten followers trying to get you to reply to them because then thirty five thousand people see their their well, stupid comment. Yeah, it's because it's it's because he had a Discord server where he was he was cultivating that. So that that's that's what that was. That's all that mm-hmm. was. I knew that. I, I knew that the whole time. Yeah. So it was because uh, whatever. Like I said, it's damn. all for the clicks, man. See, I said I wasn't gonna say nothing else about it. Sorry, did. Damn it, Joe! I had to bring it up. No, it's your fault, not mine. No, I brought but, it. But up. you know me; I, I can't resist up. a good Twitter fight. Nah, it wasn't even a I, fight, dude. That was like I stay out of them. That was that was bad. That was, I mean, there were there were people that were that were emailing me, just like, does this kid know what he's walking into? That reminds me, I got some I, memes I photoshopped a, a few Instagrams ago, you know, <laughs> that I could send you that are relevant to this. Said somebody sent me some good stuff today a little while ago, but people people are apparently trolling him now over the that whole no showing last night. So, you know, it's like man, because because I'm gonna tell you, dude, it's uh, I don't know. There's uh, the the. I, I'm not the guy you want to have a, a pointed conversation with. We'll just leave it at that. Some of y'all out there have 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 uh, downloaded my series on interrogations. Um, I wonder. I wonder how I would know those things. I'm just you know put two and two together, folks. Anyway, for <laughs> enough about that shit. Um, and people think I got like like heated over. I wasn't even heated. It, what, what I was heated about was the fact that this dude. Is uh, you know a scam artist who took a bunch of people's money, didn't deliver a product, you know, and and he's got the hubris to do that, man. If if I, I don't get, I don't know, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Uh, how you could even look yourself in the mirror knowing you stole something from somebody, like you didn't just overpromise and underdeliver. You you straight up took people's money and and didn't and and then and then have the audacity to say oh hey it's no big deal oh oh i'll just address it like nah man that's not how that works like there's it's you don't you don't just get to say like oh it's no big deal like nah nah that ain't mm -mm, no um anyway whatever is that's homie's problem it ain't my problem Problem solved, problem staying solved. That's right. That's right. So let's talk about wind up toys because uh, uh, the the title of tonight's episode, the wind up toy edition, a little bit of a, a rundown of the world situation right now. The Jeffrey Epstein list has been uh, released today, and I have some some thoughts on this. I have not looked over the list. Because, why? Everybody I figure is is on it, probably is on it. Um, I don't, and I'm sure this is going to come as a shock to a lot of you out there, I don't have any trust whatsoever in the ruling, quote-unquote, aristocracy. Um, You know, the, the power elite, so it were. I know that they're into some nasty things. 
and this this Epstein stuff is the tip of the iceberg into what these sick people are into. Um, so I'm I'm not really super. I, I not lose sleep over it. Um, I don't think anything major is also going to come of it because when you begin to realize that the governmental law enforcement apparatus that is out there, if that's even a word, apparatchik, I know that that is a word, uh, but these, these, these pillars of, of, uh, control that they have created for themselves that they name various things uh nkvd kgb fbi uh atf right what these agencies exist for right the securiate in rome or uh in in romania rather not in rome but in romania uh was another one Right, very good one. The the um, uh, the Stasi in East Germany. Yes, I am comparing U.S. government agencies to them because they operate the exact same way. They are there to protect the ruling elite. And when you begin to understand this fundamental fact, they are not there. Now, I know a lot of you that that are listening to this podcast know and understand this, and hey, that's fine. You're like, okay, this is nothing news, no revelation. But but to the normies out there that may stumble onto this podcast, of which there are a lot of you that are getting politically awakened, those agencies only exist to protect the ruling class. And that's it. And if you don't believe that, the FBI has a financial crimes division, which were the heroes, they were the white cowboy hats in the Wolf of Wall Street, right? Because they framed Jordan Belfort to look like this, you know, the Leonardo DiCaprio character in Wolf of Wall Street. I love that movie. Um, what a, what an incredible film. Uh, every Scorsese film is, is incredible, and I'm a huge fan of it. But he, he was a guy who came from very humble means and all of a sudden was now breaking into the elite status. And they served as the mechanism to clip his wings. Now, was he doing some some unethical stuff when you look at Jordan Belfort, the man? Yeah, he was. But what did he do that was any different than, than Lehman Brothers was doing that we would learn just a decade later? What was he doing? What is he doing that was any different than the executives at Merrill Lynch or Bank of America or Wells Fargo? Right. It's the same thing. So why did they come after him? They came after him because he wasn't part of the ruling establishment and they were never going to let him in. Right. That's a perfect metaphor for that. And when you begin to understand that, that's part of the reality of all this. They're going to keep their people down. They're going to do it one way or another. And they control. We know without a doubt they control much of the media. And that's what I was saying a little bit ago, that there's going to come a day on the Internet where there's not going to be any more radio contra or risky crisky or tactical wisdom or American partisan, or they they're going to come after us. We've seen it little, little bits, little bricks in the wall here and there. Right. And they will use anything in their power to make sure those voices are silenced. And we've seen examples of this in the United States. 
William Cooper. William Cooper was a perfect example of that, of how they, they tried to shut him down, right? You know, Alex Jones is another perfect example of that. You know, it's, it's what it is, right? It is there. It is, it is in your face. So the Epstein list, though, moving back to that, um, because all of these are linked. The Epstein list, the this uh, bizarre school shooting that, that happened today, and, of course, Biden's new campaign ad all being released on the same day. There's no such thing as coincidence in politics. Um, and one thing is certainly going to grab the news when the other two things won't. Although I think that the Epstein list is something that is going to get buried, but it in and of itself is is a psyop. Uh, guys, what say y'all? I've put it out on my locals that the entire Epstein list is meant to distract you from yet another trans shooter and the terror attack that the FBI is hiding from you that occurred in uh, New York on New Year's Eve. So that's my conclusion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't think about that. I love that you put it that way because I've seen so many comments that have it completely flipped that the shooting is to distract you from the Epstein list. No, I see the way around completely. Yeah, like we're legit under attack. Um, the Epstein list, man, like, fuck, when the dust settles, we might be able to take care of it. But, uh, like, that that's a lost cause. I, like, I like no one's going to do anything about it. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, it's ex- yeah. I mean, unless those people, like, are stumbled upon during the uh, perfect fantasy end of the world scenario. Um. Not, not shit is going to happen to him. Right on. Right on. I agree. So let me let me hit on that that terror attack thing that people don't know about. Right. Uh, this dude, uh, I don't know what town it was, but somewhere in Upper State, New York, he traveled a couple hours from his hometown in his own private vehicle, gets a hotel room, scouts out the area, drives over to the airport. Uh, Gets a rental car, despite having its own perfectly working vehicle. Drives around town, buys, I think, 14 gas cans, fills them with gas. And as a concert is getting out on New Year's Eve, he runs up the speed of his vehicle, turns and goes to hop the curve. And and some Uber driver cuts him off and slams into him, totally by accident. Vehicle catches fire. And my first clue that something was wrong was that it took him over an hour to put out the vehicle fire. Now, Risky Krisky, if he was still in here, would have told us how long it should normally take to put out a vehicle fire, and it ain't one hour. Uh, So, turns out he was trying to ram the vehicle into the crowd of people leaving the concert. The police, local police, come out and say, yeah, this was a terror attack. And uh, the next morning, up there's like, nah, 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 it's not a terror attack. It's just a guy who was disgruntled and wanted to kill himself. Well, if you want to kill yourself, you don't go to that level. And try to take out a bunch of random strangers. Okay. Uh, so as that story was unfolding, they suddenly the first Epstein list thing comes out. So they're totally using it to try and cover from for this thing. Yeah. It's a hell of a point, man. You know, I, I was aware of it. Uh I was very busy over New Year's. Um I took Part of New Year's, it was New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. I took some some much needed, a uh, couple days off 
and kind of unplugged myself from from a lot of stuff. Uh, went up to a very historic hotel here in, in North Carolina and had one hell of a, a New Year's party uh, at a black tie event. And, and that was just a blast. But I was aware of that happening. Um, and it was it was nice, though. I, I no no real social media. Uh, didn't look at social media. It was just a, a nice time, you know, no TV. It, it was, it was great. Man. And, uh, it was, <laughs> it was, it was nice to, to be away from all that, but I did catch that when I got back and I didn't really, uh, when I got back, I was immediately jumping into, uh, getting some products that, that are going to be coming out on the store lined up. And, uh, that was, so I, I, I was pulled in a bunch of directions as soon as I got back. So I didn't get to do a deep dive on that thing, but, um, man, yeah, you, you've, you've got a hell of a point with that. It was in Rochester actually uh, now that I uh, look at my. Yeah. Now, what do we know about the guy that did it? Totally average white guy. Uh, and the one thing that does stick out is it was the anniversary of his father's death. Uh, I think his name was James Avery. But the thing is, is that it being a white guy, it probably tells you that he was most likely a Bernie bro. Otherwise, if he wore a red hat at any point in his life, they would have told you all about it by now. And the fact that they haven't tells me he was probably leaning the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That would be my guess. Bernie bro. They, they're, they're pretty violent lot. Um, At least they are if you you, know, you ride around downtown Raleigh or uh, hang out in Chapel Hill any amount of time. They, uh, they There's something, you know, fucking scumbags. But uh, one guy that has joined in with us, of course, one of the, the pillars of the bar room in here, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Patriot Man. Howdy, howdy, boys. How's it going? What up, dude? <clears throat> Nothing much, you know. Before I comment on um, Dovio's very excellent point and and the question about the Epstein, you know, you were just talking about you know William Cooper and how you know these things have happened before, and I couldn't help but think about Black Ribbons when that last little segment of dialogue on the album, when the radio host says. Well, they're here. I locked the door, but I can see them through the window. One of them is waving at me to shut down. I'm giving him the finger. I'll shut down when I'm goddamn good and ready. And he gets gunned down. So as you were talking about how they're shutting down these voices, that's what I I logged into the to the show. That was the first thing that came to mind was that line from that album. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I I I think that. I think that the point of the Epstein list is to confuse people between the Epstein list and the Epstein black book that we'll never see because the Epstein list is really just taking from legal testimony, right? There's this whole separate entity of the black state, uh, the Epstein black book that has dirt on way more people. Cause we know Epstein wasn't the top dude. Like he was, he was a bit man. He was the guy that, would record other people doing bad shit and be like, now you owe us. So I think that's a good point that it is a distraction to a point. Most quote unquote normies 
we'll see the Epstein list and be like, oh, well, that's actually not, I don't see many names on that. But we haven't seen the Epstein videos. We haven't seen the Epstein black books. So um, I think that this is a distraction to get people off that storyline. And anything that goes past this is like, well, no, they already released all this testimony. Like you're a conspiracy theorist. So I think that's point one. Point two about Rochester. I saw the story and and honestly, I kind of was like, eh, it, it seems like some like crazy. Like, I didn't do a deep dive either, but I saw the story when it happened. I, it was, I thought he was just a crazy dude. But hearing the argument that, that Joe's making, I think now that there is more to it, but I initially personally didn't put much stock into it. So, I mean, maybe that's just me being like, you know, we do have in this world crazy, stupid people doing evil shit like that happens often and it's not part of a broader conspiracy. Maybe it was the holidays. I was just like, ah, you know, someone was bound to attack someone, but I didn't make that, that, that poignant remark in my mind that that joe just did so i think that is something level of training you know yeah yeah and you're right and and also planning that's what i mean yeah you're right and i didn't know any of that backstory so um hearing the backstory now i 100 percent agree with you that that was something and it happened to be some random uber driver who probably stopped some bad yeah Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. But talking, <clears throat> well, first I'll say that, dude, none, none of these stories add up. I don't take any of them at face value. Um, and, and a lot of the back story behind this stuff we're never going to know. But um, it, it, I'm going to tell you that, that what I was saying about the FBI and so on and so forth, they exist to maintain that glass ceiling. That's what they are. They're the gatekeepers. All right. And, um, they, they are definitely running cover. You know, we know for a fact, we caught them red handed doing this with the Audrey Hale, uh, manifesto. We knew exactly what that was. And the media got out there and lied, lied and lied and lied to our faces. And, you know, and, and, and all of a sudden, you know, then it gets out there and then they're scrambling. Oh man, you know, no, 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 no. That's not real. First it was fake. And then they just made sure that it was, uh, erased from the media that it got memory hold from the mainstream media. And I'm sure that some of y'all are out there probably like, Oh damn, I forgot about that. You know? So they, they're gatekeeping that. And, you know, we, we still, we don't know who shot up Las Vegas, right? We don't know who put those bombs outside the RNC and DNC three years later. No, no, no idea, right? No idea. It's it's ridiculous, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's, it's nonsense. Um, I do think though that that with the Epstein list that there is there are going to be internal ramifications for sure that, that happened inside of, of the body politic for this. Um, but what those could be, I don't know. Um, but I, I do know this, like for, for all the doomers out there, you know, the black pill effect and all that, 
What I will say is this, though. If you look at the the number of grassroots candidates that are coming up on the local most level that aren't compromised, right? They're, they're really trickling up. There's a trickle-up effect. And they're doing doing some good stuff, you know? Now, there are some failings. Yes, you know, Lauren Boebert, that's kind of, you know, and you notice you don't hear nothing out of her no more. And I, I highly doubt that, that she will have another term in Congress. Um, you know, whatever. She'll probably go to making calendars or whatever, you know. I, I had to throw that in there. I couldn't help it. I had to throw that in there. That's fine. But, um, you know, it, it, point is, though, is that, they, we have trickle up politicians that that they're starting to get wise to the game. That they are they're the the walls are starting to break down, and I think that that when we get rid of Rona McDaniel in the Republican Party, that's when there's now you know whoever comes next is is that's going to be what it is. But when McDaniel's gone. That's gonna she she is the gatekeeper, the last vestige that the the neocons have their grasp of of power on the Republican Party, and that's changing, and and it's changing, and you know I I am an eternal optimist. Again, like I said, we take a negative, we always turn it into something positive, and uh, bam, you know there you go. So uh, you know Epstein list though is again it's nothing new. I'm not going to go out there and be like, see, see, Bill Clinton is totally on it. He's a pedophile. Like, we we knew he was. We knew he was. All right. I'm sure Biden is on there. Is it anything you really didn't know, though? I mean, you know, are you are you shocked? Are you appalled? You know, these these people. And, and this the, the, the last thing that I'll say before we move on to the school shooting is that this stuff is is like the tip of the iceberg of things that they're into. You know, you you don't know what these people do when you live in a society that has an alternative set of rules uh that that are not the morals that that you know we hold dear in in any sense of the word because we've already seen what they might be doing which is I feel like it is probably an indoctrination ritual into their next step. Um, what else are they doing? What kind of sick shit are they into? You know? And, and um, you know, I, I remember back in the early 2000s with Alex Jones and um, watching some of his uh, early documentaries he was making, you know, inside the Bohemian Grove and then uh, the police state ones and kind of, you know, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily agreeing with you know with the bohemian grove it was what it was you know that was kind of stood for itself but the uh some of the other ones not really necessarily agreeing with him on on a lot of things but still just taking the totality of it and um you know when he was playing the quips of you know the bushes are satanists and all that it's just like ah man this guy's kind of he's kind of nuts but you know give it a decade all of this stuff is coming out. He wasn't wrong. You know, he was not wrong. It's, it's funny you mentioned that because I got a bunch of, when, when uh, Paladin Press was going out of business, I got a bunch of those DVDs. And again, I, I never watched them when they first came out. 
and watching them back. And yeah, of course, there's some leaps of logic you have to endure. But also some of the points of like, well, this is going to happen. I'm sure sitting back then, you were like, no way. And then now you're sitting here like 10, 15 years later, you're like, fuck. <laughs> like it's, damn, he was right. So those are always worth a watch. I, I, I still watch them from time to time just because, I don't know, to me, it's, it's, they're, they're interesting to watch. Um, pick up a little nugget every time I watch it. But to your point, there's stuff going on back then that, you know, we didn't know about, but he had theories on. And I just had a conversation today with a buddy of mine. If, if this is what they're allowing to get out right now, what are they keeping in? Like, what are they protecting? Like, what are those deep, dark secrets that they are not allowing come to light? If they're willing to let some of these horrible fucking testimony and stories to come out, but they're protecting us to be that much more worse. Yeah. Well, I've noticed uh, as big of a piece of shit they, as they are, when they're caught, they know they're caught. So sometimes when they're like really caught, they just have to let it out of the bag, even though they don't want to. So I'm sure there's way worse shit going on than that. But I think that's why you are seeing the list come out and all these court cases actually go through and not get railroaded by some fucking bylaw that somebody discovered that can get the thing postponed for another five years. Um, yeah. Like you're saying, because it would be too obvious. going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's like if everybody knows, everybody knows. They just have to let shit go sometimes. Um. Because they want to, it's like the QAnon thing, you know, like that was to keep people on the couch. They got to keep whatever they got to do to keep people on the couch. That's what they're going to do. So if this gets everybody's mom and dad to calm back down, because dude, I've been talking to a lot of people, older people, probably like 50, 60, maybe in their 70s, depending. And a lot of them are like, one guy on the job, he was like, Somebody said something about Biden made it uh, like think of what a construction guy would make a Biden joke about. And he was like, you know, I don't know how in the fuck anybody is happy with what's been going on lately. And he said it just like that. That was verbatim what he said. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I don't disagree with you. I don't understand how anybody's satisfied with what's going on. He's like, I mean, seriously, what is wrong with people? And collectively, there was like nine of us, and we all were shaking our head like, yeah, dude, you're not wrong at one bit. So everybody knows that shit is not right. But it's just a matter of keeping them calm enough to stay on the couch. If, if someone else is going to take care of it. That's the entire point of the January 6th prosecutions, you know? Yeah, it's to scare the shit out of everybody. But also, I think I think the whole thing with the the whole thing with uh, with QAnon was you don't have to do anything. There's guys behind the scene. Just sit back. This is what we're doing, Patriots. Madman, to your point, I I, I don't got to do shit because they're in control, right? They got it. The military is doing it. The internet's going to shut off on this date and air propaganda. Like we're good. It's exactly that, keeping people on the sideline. 
instead of doing meaningful things like going out in the community, connecting with your neighbors, and community organizing, now this shadowy, unknown group behind it is going to take care of it. Yeah, that's exactly what they want. They, they want everybody to think that somebody else is going to do something about it. And, I mean, I'm, I've been somewhat successful when I have these conversations with people. Some of them are really receptive when I'm like, yeah, man, uh, to be honest with you, I think a big fight is coming. I don't know how long it's going to last, but it's going to be big. And you might want to, like, at least stock up on some food and water so you can drink and eat. A lot of people that are out in the middle of nowhere, you might not see anything go on. Like, if, quote, shit hits the fan, whether it be like a quickie civil war or something, even a prolonged one, you might not see actual, like, combat in your area. You might get some robbers, but those are probably going to be the desperate people that are mostly unarmed anyway, because they're a bunch of crackheads to start with. Um, I think the people in the cities definitely need to, like, get the fuck out. Because this summer is going to be stupid. I saw, Scout, I sent this to you earlier. I saw today that several states, not just mine, are stocking up on MREs, specifically like meals ready to eat within the solicitation. And I read yeah. the I read the specification and it's a fucking tan bag MRE that they want. They want tents, they want body armor, which the body armor, to be fair, a couple of them were for like courthouses and I'm sure their shit just expired. But they wanted like statewide shit. You know, it wasn't just one county that needed it. It was like the whole state needed it. Yeah. And, you know, when you see the stuff like that start coming, you're like, okay, if the states are getting ready, like the, like just regular old government agencies. Yeah. Like something's, something's up for sure. So now that I got that, I'm going to use that as ammo. So everybody tell your friends that, look, man, if states are stocking up on fucking MREs, tents, and body armor, yeah, and getting getting new radar dishes, like, shit's fucking about to go down. <laughs> Ain't no doubt about it. If the state is spending that much money on shit like that, they love giving money to motherfuckers that don't work. And let me tell they, you this. And they do not like fixing their old busted shit. If you're tempted to run out and replace all your 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 good enough gear with great gear because of that, no no no. Wait for the festivities to begin and take back the stuff you already paid for with your taxes. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, Morbid, but yeah. Well, um, um, Matt Man, do you have a, a link to oh, that? Acquisition. Do you have a link to that, like a specific solicitation? Because I would like to do a search for my own state to be able to see if we've done a similar requisition. Um, this was on like a contractor site. You have to be like a registered contractor. To- oh, okay. So, All right. I don't know where. Check your state's um, office I don't of know management can... and budget. Okay. Oh, there might be. I'll have. I'll have to look up and see if there's like. Or maybe you don't have to log in. I don't know. I'll check tomorrow. All right, thanks. I appreciate it. But what's weird is, is is our state is kind of weird. We're like a lot of like the 2020, 2016 bullshit didn't really happen here. I don't really know why. Um, our state is 
absolutely right for it. Um, and I, I don't really know why it didn't happen. When everything was going on in all these other very blue states, and when the stuff was going on before the 2020 election, nothing really ever... There was like some mass break-ins in, in Newark and Camden and whatnot, but you see that shit all the time now in California. So that wasn't it. It was it was weird. We never really got hit with the the political unrest like other states did. So that's why I'm curious, and I'll, I'll do some searching myself now that I know that. So I appreciate that to know that like if our state is stocking up on it, that means this time they expected the fight to come here. And to me, that's a huge indicator because it didn't happen the last two times. I think a lot of people, like a lot of the government agencies, um, believe it or not, not everybody in the government is a complete moron. There are people that actually should be in the position that they're in and they're really good at their job. Um, I met a couple of them during COVID. And some people were actually conscious of spending too much money on dumb shit and making sure everything that they did pay for, they got. So I think they learned their lesson on like, Hey, you know, emergencies really do happen. Like the U S can be affected by global events. <laughs> you know? Shocker. Wow. What a novel idea. We actually live on the same planet as everyone. It's, almost, it's almost like um, that, 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 that veneer of like, it can't happen here has been shattered. And now they're like, oh, yeah. fuck, it really can happen here. Bro, because we spent, I mean, spent a long time with uh, no domestic armies in our on our borders that were an actual threat. We haven't had that in a long, 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 long time. So, it'll happen again. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody will get their head out of their ass for like a hundred years, and then this will probably happen again. Some Cycle might say that the punitive expedition into Mexico worked then. Um, yeah, <laughs> kind of. It well, only works if you keep now up they're with back, it. but uh... yeah, <laughs> it only works if you keep up the pressure just enough. So we'll see. I don't know. But yeah, check to see how much, like, what your state's spending money on. No, I, th I think it's a great point. Like, I think it's a fantastic point, man, man. If it's probably going to be, if anywhere, under the Department of Health or, like, I don't know what every state calls it, but, like, some kind of general services, like a do-everything emergency services, maybe. Some, I know some states have it labeled that. Roger. It's usually, the emergency services is usually, like, a sub- division of some kind of general services department just a heads up no no i appreciate that's, it man that's that real intel instead of those ozen bros that just tell you that fucking planes took off bro this plane is airborne you know that reminds <laughs> but, me i but, just have but, to ask this question but, why do people watch that guy who tells you everything it's not just been about monkey man yeah. Monkey works, whatever he's got. <laughs> People keep sending me his videos. I'm like, there's literally nothing in here. <laughs> no, if you want the real, if you want the real intel on the flight stuff, you gotta find the guy who's like 
autistic enough to be really into what planes are flying around, but he's not, he's just doing it as a hobby. Like he really likes planes. That's yeah. the guy you have to find on YouTube. Not the guy who's talking about every day is this new, there's a doomsday plane flying around. You know what I mean? Well, like here's the that thing. Shit I, as I keep telling everybody who sends me his videos, it's not the planes that are squawking on ADSB you got to worry about. It's the ones that are not. It's the ones who aren't transmitting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Same that's my ships. tip on the Oz and Bros. I think I've made my opinion of them abundantly clear enough. They're wannabes, man. They're wannabes. Like, every single one of them are wannabes. Or they're, they're propagandists. I mean, yeah. I literally made a post to where you could do exactly what they're doing, and you could learn it in 15 minutes, and you'd be a pro. You'd be spitting out Ozan. Probably repost that. It's on AP. Yeah. Somewhere. Let's repost it. Yeah, it's like, it's a joke. They just like screenshot Google Maps or Google Earth. You know, it's not difficult. You know, if you actually look at the, uh, the Institute for the Study of Wars map of Ukraine, that little red part where they show what Russia controls, if you close your eyes and look at it, it's just the map of Vietnam superimposed upon Ukraine. It's literally what it looks like. So I don't believe it. <laughs> I never thought about that. It looks but exactly wow. like Vietnam, dude. Turned sideways. <laughs> wow. Dude, I never thought about that. Holy shit. I have to go back and look at that, man. But... Not all that. Those sent bros, though. Going back to that, they're just. I mean, I, I think everybody knows my opinion on them too. Is, they're wannabes. Every single one of them are wannabes. They want to be, you know, it, it's they were too chicken shit to actually step into a uniform in in nearly every case. Too chicken shit to actually go do anything of consequence. But they're perfectly uh, fine with sitting behind a computer and. You know, I'll tell you, they were too so smart to go in, right? Into. I was too smart to go in. Hmm. Yeah, too too smart. Yeah, I love that. That's another one I love. It's, it's, I was too smart to go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah you sure were. I served with um, a guy who liked to do math problems for fun. Yeah. That's because of what you did, <laughs> right? Don't, That's don't of the tell you me you were there. too smart <laughs> to join the Army. I don't want to hear it. There was a couple of those guys. <laughs> they were just yeah, little walking encyclopedias. And yeah, I was I, I was I worked with some window lickers when I first went in, but that's your line infantry units. As soon as you move up the ladder a bit, you you run into guys with very high intellect, you know, and and it's um yeah. Anyway, it's, yeah. Those those sent bros though anybody that has OSINT in their their handle nah I immediately dismiss OSINT defender I was just gonna change mine to OSINT bro number one but I guess I won't I think out of all of them there might be two that's actually using legit OSINT tools like applications to get OSINT yeah there might be two of them doing that out of all the rest of them they're the the rest of them are just copying to somebody else. Right. You know, they get the coordinates, they figure out what's going on. They're like, all right, here we go. Put it together, throw it out on Twitter. Everybody loves them. 
It's a joke. Oh my God, you're so smart. Yeah, Panama said Ozent hoes. I mean, I ain't seen too many of them, but you know, I mean, I'm down if if they're out there. Let's you know, just saying. <laughs> I think we call those I Ukrainian think the Ozent hoes were the actually. ones that were. Yeah, that that's what I was going to say. The Ozent hoes were the Ukrainian cam girls. They they were. They were doing all the selfies and the the naughty naughty, you know. So, uh, the girls is that, that's the thing is is like they're really attractive until they hit like twenty five and then like it's, it's over. You know, I had a dude, uh, a young kid who worked with me kid. once in Dearborn, and he was like, "Yo, all these young hot Arab women." I'm like, "Listen, brother, one of these nights when we're working, I want you to take the camera system, spin it around." And look at all of the hot older Arab women. And he goes, wait, well, there aren't any. I'm like, aha. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get through your head, son. <laughs> there aren't any. <laughs> nah. 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 They they get they get dried up and depleted, man. It's it's bad. Except Queen Rania, but that's because <laughs> she doesn't didn't spend most of her life there in the desert. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you I mean yeah. you won't get dried up if you just keep covered up. I mean <laughs> Well, they 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 treat women terribly. I mean, it, that's, that's not even a meme. Like it, it's I've seen it. I saw it. So um, in Iraq, our second tour in Iraq, right? We were coming back from uh, Fob Spiker. We had to go up to Spiker for the day for something. It's just outside of Tikrit, <clears throat> and um, we're we're headed south. And because uh, because Fob Spiker was the big fob that um, that, you know, all all our stuff was run out of. And we had went up there and we were coming back and um, it was at night and we fell in behind route clearance. So route clearance engineers in, in their vehicles and uh, armored vehicles, they're clearing the routes and stuff. And uh, they got into a, a tick or a troops engagement or troops in contact rather in engagement where you, you know, you're shooting. And, uh, it was a team that was out there that initiated an ID and then opened up with a PKM and then took off back to their village. They were going to be because, uh, between Tikrit and Samara, there's like nothing out there. There's all these little villages that are kind of out to themselves, but there's really nothing out there. So, um, you know, Hey, fuck it. We'll, we'll go chase them down. Like we'll go get them. And, uh, we didn't have anything better to do, <clears throat> you know? So we split off from route clearance on uh, route Tampa and we went and, and pursued them and they had uh, ISR that was up that was trying to get them. This was all at night, by the way. Uh, they ran back into their, their village. And so we go and we, we set up a, um, hasty cordon of the the point of entry in there we set up a casualty collection point we're just gonna take this place man there's a whole platoon of us we're just gonna fucking take this place wasn't our battle space like was not our battle space the the battle space owners uh those units were notified and they were sending qrf out but like we had it it was us and um dude we we freaking we're going going house to house hitting this place at night and um turned out that you know the the there was a 
a Mukhtar or a, a village elder. He was the, the village elder. We go in, and um, he he was the one that had carried out the attack. Like the, he he was part of it. Uh, you could tell he's sweaty. He's out of breath. Like there's no question. This dude he, he just beat feet with machine gun. He was part of the team. Um, you know they had set that IED off, and for whatever reason they were doing it. You know it just is what it is. Anyway, uh, Panama said wearing his Adidas. Yeah, uh, nah, I think I think he had flip flops on. So I mean, you know, hats off to him, man. He's he's running with his Jesus boots on. Um, you know, out there with a PKM, man. That's 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 something. But um, anyway, point is though, like you know, and and it was cool, and and I knew, you know, when we were hitting the final building, that there was definitely something of value in there because they had a dog chained up to the door, and he was this dog was vicious as shit, man, huge ass teeth, mean dog, and uh, so we. Yeah, so we, we ended up bypassing him because, you know, obviously I didn't want to deal with that. Uh, we went in through one of the windows, and that was our point of entry into the house. And at this point, you know, it, everything was kind of in disarray anyway. Well, it was a um, part of an IED-making facility. They had uh, deck cord in there, and they had time fuse in there, and, you know, and, and all their stuff, right? But they didn't have any main charges in there, which was smart. Um, anyway, point of the story is, is they had, you know, when we're, we're getting everybody out, uh, there was the old man who was obviously, you know, if he wasn't the trigger man, he was definitely out there with him. There was two uh, military age males that were also in the house. And then there was another old guy that was in there. And I could tell that these two old guys were related, right? I could tell they were, they, they were at least cousins. It turned out they were brothers. And uh, asked the one who, who wasn't all disheveled and out of breath, you know. And, and I mean, we took the house because, yeah, they're hostile and everything. But it wasn't like, motherfucker, I'm going to shoot you in the face or anything like that. It's just like, all right, we're in here, you know. Like, we're in here. And, and they, it was one of those deals. It was like, man, you got us, you know. And, and so, fortunately, no shots had to be fired. And uh, asked the, the older guy, you know, hey, get your dog. You know, can can you get your dog? That dog was there for security. Iraqis hate dogs. Um, Islamic culture generally doesn't doesn't approve of dogs anyway. Um, across the board, they, they see it as a sanitation problem. Uh, they don't like dogs, but but all across the Middle East, dogs are like nah, you, you don't. So whenever you see them chained up to a, a door or like performing some sort of duty, they're um, yeah, you know, like you, they, there's something there. Like they're they're protecting that uh, for for a reason, and and they definitely were in this house. Well, anyway, long story short, about where where I'm going with this, what this has to do with women. Well, there were some young girls in this house too, and when I say young girls, I mean like, you know, they're south of twenty. Uh, probably in the 15 year old range, I would guess, um, just by size and everything and, um, you know, maturity level. Well, what it turned out was, was that these young girls were the wives of the, the guy that had just booked it out of there. Right. So these are his, his wives. Like he's, and he doesn't have any old wives. So it's kind of like, well, all right. 
anyway, the brother, the brother is over there nervous. And I could tell like he was real compliant with us, but he was nervous about something. And as it turned out, so the, the girls, we didn't have any females, you know, it's infantry unit. We're not, you know, we, we didn't have any women. And uh, the QRF that came out there didn't have any women either. So it's just like, you know, we just need to leave them in the house. Like that, that was our policy. We'll just leave them in the house. Like they're not really that big of a threat. We'll just watch them. You know, we don't let them out of the eyesight of one of the males. That way there's no like disrespect or anything like that is happening. There, you know, none of that. Even though these dudes just tried to, to shoot up a convoy, like that's, that's how we're rolling, man. And, uh, and, and Hey, that's fine. It's a humane thing to do. Right. Well, the funny part of this story is, is that the one old man, the brother, his phone starts vibrating in his pocket, lighting up. Cause this is a flip phone, like an old school Nokia phone. And it's lighting up. And we're like, you know, he, cause you, your first thought in that situation is, is that, uh, somebody's getting, so, somebody's checking in with him. You know, somebody from their insurgent network is checking in with him and he hadn't been out there. Well, that in fact, wasn't what happened at all because our Terp took the phone from him. We, we took the phone. We was patting him down. Terp took the phone and read it. We go back in the house. Little girl had been sending him texts. And not only that, she was like, she said in the text, he told us, she goes, do you think that, uh, I forgot what the dude's name was that we just rolled up. Do you think he's going to find out about us? And I was like, Oh no. Oh no. So old dude has been hooking up with his brother's wife who was, you know, underage, probably most likely by, you know, Western standards and Iraq is, I mean, Iraq is what it is, man. Um, it's, it's the wild West out there, but it was just like, Oh, and yeah. So it's like, man, I bet bro, you know, I bet bro probably got the ax. Old girl probably got the axe too. Cause that, that's how they do things, man. That's how they do things in that part of the world. Like it's in, and it's culturally acceptable. It's awful. It is awful, but it's culturally acceptable, man. That's that's the shit they pull. So it, it interesting night, man. Interesting night out uh, out the rural stretch between of, of Route Tampa between Samara, Iraq, and Tikrit, Iraq. And man. I, I just want to give a shout out to 305, who before that story finished exactly called out what the end what the end of it was. Oh yeah. In the comments. He he probably seen it before too though. That is that is probably seen it. Wild. You know, that's that's the shit they do, man. That's that's the drama. You know, that is that is the drama that that is. I've never been there, so I don't know. So (laughs) but that is just it's amazing that the two of you came to the same conclusion on that one. Oh yeah. That's 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 wild. I, I, I never saw that shit coming. It was just like, you know. Oh, and all of a sudden, damn, like, oh, oh, I mean, uh, you know, 
old old bro over here is is like sweating bullets and pale and just like man and he was he was not at all concerned about us like at all and it's just like man uh oh you know like i bet i bet he was in the house like he was probably in the house trying to get him some while they were out trying to ambush this cowboy he was like no 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 i'm gonna stay back i'm gonna stay back I'm here on, i'm in the rear with the gear on these on this one yeah, boy. sorry so, about somebody's it gotta be, somebody's gotta take care of the women you know yeah i'm on guard duty i'll take care of them don't, <laughs> don't you worry <laughs> oh man dude, dude like, afghanistan oh was God. like afghanistan was whack right oh yeah yeah, like, dude, uh, dude well, that place blew my mind in so many different ways. It like fascinating region of the globe. There's a little bit of everything. There and when is. I say everything, I mean imagine yep. it, and it's probably there. Yep. <laughs> Just, yep. Afghanistan is is. Um, and one of the uncomfortable... there's some very normal people too. That's the weird part. Yeah, That's the weirdest part well, the, is that there's the totally normal human beings there. Yeah, some of the uncomfortable truths about Afghanistan that I came to realize later um, is that we were propping up the side that was promoting all that stuff, like all the, the pedophilia the male rape that happens like, and, and it's perfectly acceptable up until you're 26. Yeah. Kid you not. And, and that's among the, the secular part of that culture. Uh, uh, they, you know, they're, they're, they're Islamic, but they're not super like, you know, into it Where the Taliban on the other hand, I mean, you know, these, these dudes are conservatives, you know, they, they, literally live by the quran and nothing else yeah <clears throat> i mean and we can it's not an exaggeration can, yeah we, we you can criticize that all you want but i'm telling you and, and that's a good segue into uh our, our next little bit you know with with uh 24 minutes or 34 24 minutes left on the clock 23 minutes is that uh you know what we were propagandized to believe about the Taliban. You know, I'm not saying Taliban is not bad. Okay. Look, I fought these guys. Okay. I've seen shit that they do. Right. But you also have to understand that they are protecting and they were fighting for their way of life and the preservation of their way of life. Right. Which is kind of similar to how we view the world as conservatives now i'm not saying you know we should put women in burkas and you know all of this stuff because you know that's that's not what i believe at all but and that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is is that what we were propagandized to believe about the taliban now you know like they're they're shifting that narrative They've been doing it for a while, you know. That's that's where the Al Qaeda flag, the decal, and I've got fla actual flags on the way too. By the way, of uh, Al Qaeda, 
But that's where that term actually came from. The left started using that against us. And they're going to continue to do so. Right? You got to understand that. This new Biden campaign ad that dropped today, you need to look this thing up. They're literally framing up a, a war against you and I. All right? That's what they're they doing. Are. That, that video is horrible, it. and his speech this weekend is going to be worse. Yeah, it is. Two days, man. Live Saturday night. Um, it yeah, it it's and I'm gonna tell you, um, I'm gonna be watching that one when when he first delivered his speech, uh, the the one with the red backdrop. I gave a rebuttal to that here on Radio Contra. Of course, that was some time back. And I'm gonna be doing that again. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be watching it, seeing what the argument is, and then you know we're gonna be. We're going to be saying something in response. Yeah, to that. Ron, Ron Mola um, reached out to me about me they're and him framing up live together. Narrative. So we'll see if I, yeah. maybe I'll do it. Are you, Joe, are you going to be doing that with uh, uh, Council on Future Conflict? No, I think it's just going to be me and Ron. So. But you're doing it on uh, Tactical Wisdom. What, what? Okay. I but have I mean, a channel, I just never yard. use it. I'll join you. I yeah. mean, if you, I'm not trying to invite myself to your party, but no, I think that's a great. That's, that's why I mentioned it, right? So yeah, so yeah, let's do that. Yeah, man, they they are a hundred percent framing up that narrative though of attacking conservatives in a in a tactical sense. It's no longer political. This is they're telling you, hey, we're going to war with you. This is a culture war, and it is it is manifesting into they are going to target you with everything that they have. That's that's why they're doing this. They're dehumanizing you. That's that's what the message is. They're othering you, um, and you have to be ready for that. That's where your training comes in. You know, oh, he's hammering training again. Damn right I am. Uh, you know, the scout course is coming up in February. Yep, it's February, North Carolina. It ain't exactly warm. Won't be freezing cold, probably. Um, but get your fucking asses there. Yeah, that's it. That bottom yeah. line. Get your fucking asses there. Something. Productive. I'll be there. Get, your- get the equipment. You know, I didn't. I, by the way, I didn't start Brush Beater Dye Store and move into you know all the stuff that that I'm getting because you know, oh man, I'm gonna be super wealthy. You know, doing this. Oh, no, man, that's that's not it at all. I'm doing this so that I can get the opportunities to acquire equipment and serious professional grade equipment, right? Night vision, thermal. These are enablers that I think are critical right now. I had a long conversation about thermal today with a thermal manufacturer where we were talking about it. He is the one that delved into the political realm, not me. And he was talking about how, Man, you know, like this, this is the great game changer that needs to be in every Patriot's hands. Like, yeah, it's the stuff's expensive. I get it, man. Believe me, I get it. I'm the one that has to buy it. Okay. I have to buy it in order to resell it. So, you know, you're talking about, I'm, I'm getting ready to have to spend $25,000 on, uh, the buy-in of getting enough of, of another product here that I haven't even talked about yet to get it here, to get it to you at a, at a price. So yeah, I'm, 
I, tell me about spending money. I know. All right. Uh, so it's, it's, it's all part of it. You know, what, what you have, what you're doing today. And, and you might, man, you know, like, I know there's some people that listen to this and you mean like, dude, we've been, we've been prepping for everything. We've been around the block. You know, we, we were prepping for maybe Y2K if, if you were of means back then and, you know, doing stuff, um, you know, prepping after nine 11, we're prepping for, you know, uh, 2008, the financial crash and like all these things. But what you're not seeing is that at the macro level, the, the everything the scatter plot is coming together like and it's coming together rapidly you know so there's there's absolutely a very real need for this and i'm not saying go broke doing this stuff but if you make some lifestyle changes right make some lifestyle changes maybe you know that that habit that you've got whatever it is the smoke of cigarettes or you know whatever Right. I used to be a cigarette smoker, so I know, you know, all of a sudden you give that up, man. I saw cost of a pack of cigarettes the other day when I was getting gas, just like first time I noticed it, dude, it's like eight bucks a pack for camel lights. I was like, holy shit. You know, like I, re- I remember when these were like a dollar something a pack and it don't seem like it was that long ago, you know, like when I was in high school, um, yeah, it's just saying, man, it, it, it's if, if there's, there's some habits you've got, some lifestyle changes maybe you need to make. And I'm not saying, you know, you got to be out here friggin' taking out a second mortgage or any of that. But you definitely everybody can afford to do a little bit of something. Right. Everybody can afford to put a little bit back here and there. Right. I mean, I remember when when I was getting finan- better financially prepared for stuff that very first time that I had a thousand dollars in a savings account that I was putting money into. And I, I felt super proud about that. Um, you know, and, and that enabled me to, to do a few things that, that I really needed to do. I bought that first radio with that money. Right. I remember where, where those times were, you know? And, and so it, it's just saying you know, the training is imperative. You know, maybe that expensive vacation that you want to go on. Well, you know, maybe maybe you ought to really think about, well, man, I go on this expensive vacation. What is this really doing for me long term other than blowing money when I've got more important things that maybe in my house that I need to get squared away? You know, it, it's just one of those things that I think about a lot. Um, you know, I'm I I. I I put a lot into my personal preparedness and I think everything out. And so when it comes to training, you, you really need to get on that. There's a lot of training opportunities going into this next year. Um, and, and the other intangible benefit to getting into the, the training world is you're going to find that there's this huge community out there that thinks a lot like you do and that they're really cool people. And then all of a sudden you get networked with these guys and like, man, holy shit, there are so many resources out there that are untapped, uh, untapped human potential that's out there. And and how do you how do you get networked? You have that common bond of we came to a class, met the student class and, you know, all of a sudden we got linked up and, and turns out we live in, in the same area. And now all of a sudden we're training together. I've met so many people that they spun off their own 
uh, training groups, preparedness groups, mutual assistance group, whatever you want to call it, based on the fact that they all had dirt time in a class, you know, and, and I'm really, really honored by that. But, um, you know, Biden's new campaign ad kind of rounding the statement out and I'll turn it over to y'all. They're framing up a war, right? They, they are framing up a war and it's more than a culture war. They're telling you they're, they are not concerned with what you think. They do not care. And they are coming for you and you need to make yourself a harder target guys. What do y'all think? Well, that's why you're seeing the look at the timing of, of leave the world behind. Then this ad, then the speech, then right before the convention will be the civil war movie release. It is a timed and planned out thing. You're hundred percent right. Uh, they are framing a, a, a war, a civil war enables them to do the things they want to do uh, because they can say the constitution allowed it to happen. Uh, and so they can make some changes to that. So I think that we really need to be prepared for it. They are 100% getting ready to go to war with you. So the only prudent thing for you to do then is to make some preparations as well. And the number one thing you can do, like you just said, is train. But more importantly than that, get out and build community. This morning, I had breakfast with a fan. Uh, he didn't kill me, so that's cool. He's not a crazy fan. Uh, <laughs> dude was like, hey, I live around the corner from me. Why don't we meet for breakfast? Right. And you know what? I did. And that's what you need to be doing, right? Because he's got the same concerns that everyone else does. Hey, I want to get with a group of people, but I, I don't know anyone. I need someone to kind of bridge that gap. So I'm going to introduce him to a few groups around here that I know and trust. And the only way that we're going to make this happen is if we stop being afraid to get out and meet each other. Build community, train. 100%, man. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, that shit was wild. I can't believe they, well, I can't believe they put that out. It's annoying that they put that out. I'm fucking irritated by that one. Um, but yeah, Joe, you're, you're spot on. That's like the timing of everything. And just because they have a preview for the movie, that's like kind of all they need. But once people go see that movie, they're going to amp everything up so that way because they know about how many people are going to see it and that many people are going to be coming out of that movie with that in their head and then they're going to see more ads like this i don't think this is the last one i think you're going to see way more yeah yeah get out and train because uh it's not, it hasn't gotten any better since 2019 no 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 it dude that and and two like long-term view here look at where we were in 2000 and now it's 2024 like look how far we came look how far we came it, this it, I, I mean seriously it, it's one of those deals that if you <clears throat> if you look around like you don't notice the subtle changes until you look back like way back and then all of a sudden you're like damn you know you, you it's like aging you know you you don't really notice that you're aging from day to day till you look at a picture of yourself from like 10 years ago you're like damn you know like i you know i i didn't see it every single day but now you do well man i mean it ain't headed nowhere good 
Like it is not headed anywhere good. And and you know, when you look at look at what's going on in the cities, man. Like they're unlivable. This is an unlivable situation. I mean, it, it it's there is no justice system. It, people talk about, you know, this fan without rule of law or WROL, right? It's fun fantasy. Like now all of a sudden it's gonna be anarchy time and I'm I'm Mr. Warlord, right? And all this shit. They basically mean there's no consequences to anything that's going on. We're there now. Like when, once you wake up, once you look around, we're there now, guys. We're there now. Look at the I city. say that all the time, Scout. I say that they're, they're both horizontal and vertical, right? So there is no horizontal justice, right? So the leftists get off. The people on the right don't. Right? Yeah. The people on... The, the, the top get off, the people on the bottom don't. So it's two-tiered in two ways. Well, certain people, certain categories of people are literally getting away with anything. Exactly, but That's it, it all depends on what their characteristics are. So, like, if you're left versus right, automatically you're the right. It's getting a worse sentence off left. Now, if you're part of the upper class, you're getting a slap on the wrist. The bottom class is getting the shit stick. So, God forbid you're a lower right guy, you're in the worst quadrant, and you're getting screwed. And that's, uh, to your point, I tell people all the time, we live already in a system without the rule of law. It may have the facade of a rule of law, but it is not the rule of law. That has already sailed. That ship has sailed. Yeah, as well said. Yeah, there's a lot of truth in that. Yeah, I mean, dude, if I went down to Baltimore and got robbed and blasted some idiot, I'd be in jail for at least 10, 15 years. But the drug dealers can shoot the shit out of each other, kill each other on camera, and they're out the next day. Yep. Joe, you got anything? No, I mean, that's 100% right. Uh, you you already are living in it. You're just not acting like it. I, I say that all the time, right? Uh, it just hasn't caught up with us. Uh, there's a different rule of law where they enforce what they choose, on whom they choose, and the rest of you are on your own. So I guess my biggest question, everyone, is, is why on earth do you still participate? So... I mean, I guess for, for me, the reason I still, I don't know, and, and I could be completely wrong on this, I still participate in some level of this facade because I still feel like it's my duty to, like, even though I know what's coming, I still got to put the effort in. Like, I know it doesn't mean anything. I know what I'm doing is not going to change much of anything. But at least I kind of went down fighting, I guess, is my mindset. But, like, I know nothing I'm going to do is going to change what the outcome is. Like, we all know this is headed. The only difference is, what is the slope of the downturn? Is it Actually, I think you understand when I say don't participate. Uh, We're still going to vote. We're still going to do all those things. But why are you so worried about slavishly complying with their laws, right? When a guy can go out, buy a gun on the street, not register it, 
uh, rob someone with it and end up with a 15-day misdemeanor. Why are you so panic-stricken and afraid that you go out of your way to do all the paperwork the right way every single time? I'm not saying go out and just totally disregard them, but I'm saying maybe not care so much, right? I mean, I agree with the mindset. I mean, the, the problem is, is that as soon as they see what your background and CV is, you're screwed because we don't fit what gets the preferential treatment. So you never cross their, their lines, right? So you and I aren't going to buy a gun and go out and rob a store, are we? No. So it's never really going to come to that. Anyway, my my point is just this. We, we, our side is so compliant with literally everything. We won't even go and protest when we should, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. We should be out in front of federal buildings making our voices heard we should be out in front of drag queen story hours stopping them we should be saying things but we're not because we don't want to get in trouble why do we care so much well because they're going to j6 us instead of let us off like antifa is it would be my counter argument is because they know that the judicial system is already biased against us so, so if we go out and do it to a point, I mean, yeah, there is. Yeah. You know what the secret because to getting out of jail chance. is? Here's the secret to getting out of jail. The second you are detained, you shut the fuck up and you don't. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you on that one. Yep. Don't 100%. say a word. Not a single. Don't say I plead the fifth. Don't say oh, fuck anything. Literally just shut your fucking mouth. That's all you got to do. That's what they do. Those hoodle heads in the city do it all the time. They literally just shut the fuck up. And that's it. That's all they do. Yeah. Nobody talks. Everybody walks. Nothing new. Yeah. So, yeah, go fucking protest. If you get caught, just don't say a word. You might get a fine. You're probably going to get a fine if you got a shitty DA. But, hey, money grows on trees around the U.S. I know shit's expensive right now, but... There's ways to make money everywhere. Oh, yeah. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> now, see, why am I being detained? Am I free to go? Don't play the sovereign citizen thing. Cops are going to get yeah, so they pissed, hate that. And they're no, going to jam you up no. with something. They're going to jam you up with something. I promise. I know enough right. state troopers yeah. and local PD. Just don't say a word, please. <laughs> If you listen to me on anything, just just that one thing. Yeah, it's don't don't talk. It's like done, you know. Don't talk about shit. You know, it's, if a cop is talking to you, it's not because they're interested in you. They want to have a conversation. Hey, man, you're a cool guy. No, no, no. It's it's because they have reasonable suspicion about something to talk to you reasonable suspicion leads to probable cause probable cause leads to an arrest so now that you know see senor uh, that's right that's right and and also know too that with law enforcement they have absolutely zero obligation to tell you the truth about anything um, so they can lie and lie and lie to you and not tell you know, oh yeah, 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 we'll help you here in a minute, but you know, it's like all right, 
just, I mean, just again, understand what, what the purpose is, you know, and this isn't, this isn't as we've got a, a minute and a half left on the air. Um, it's not beat up police at all, man. That, that's, that's nice. Just letting you know that when, when you go into some of these big cities, the police, they are not absolutely not on your side, you know, and, and you, you can just think about that. Like, who do they answer to? And the unfortunate reality is, is that a lot of these guys are going to answer to their paycheck and where's their paycheck coming from. And they got a job to do. Okay. That's not really necessarily a condemnation. Just saying they, that's where their loyalty lies. And it's, it's kind of unfortunate. And who are they hired and fired by the police chief, police chief, and the, the city council of whatever place that they, they work in. Hey, you know, like, that's that. Um, and, and they're going to hire people based on uh, whatever that that city council deems as being acceptable. So that's why you're seeing the shift in law enforcement for sure. Um, eh, the culture around that is changing, too, and not for the better. So, you know, it, it's you know, and, and there is there's a lot of substantial evidence that's out there um, that. I could go into, but we certainly don't have time. We got uh, just a few seconds left. Um, definitely, guys, get out there, train. Of course, we're in the you know dead of winter here, January. You know, I got my my wood stove, in my house rocking and rolling, loving that. But get out there and train. You know, don't use that as an excuse. Saturday around here, you know, we're gonna have a, a winter mix snow sleep whatever i'm still be out there getting after it go go right. rucking that man test out that winter gear hell yeah it, it is your job in 2024 to make yourself more dangerous so with that said brushbeater.store we've got training courses up there and all the gear you need to be more dangerous god bless all of you and i'll talk to you again very very soon sensi scout